When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Wrestling World. As always, I'm your host, Austin Boyer, and I hope all of you have had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I know I have. But now it's time to get down to some wrestling. Friday Night Smackdown, which I thought was a decent show as far as entertainment. I want to get down to some talking points tonight, Some a few superstars I want to talk about today, instead of doing the usual review of SmackDown. I want to talk about a few superstars who I feel aren't being pushed properly on SmackDown. A few superstars we haven't seen. Um, I do feel as if SmackDown... Could be a little better if some superstars were taken seriously. But unfortunately that's not the case with SmackDown at the moment. As I said before, I do feel Monday Night Raw is the better brand. Since the draft, I think Raw has been on top. Not just because of the superstars they have, but the storylines. Um... And until SmackDown improves, you know, I'll, I'll continue to say that. Keep in mind, SmackDown is a two-hour show. But with the talent they have, they could kill two hours and make it a decent show. But they're not using the proper talent. They're not using the roster that they have. Yes, they call people up from NXT... But look what they're doing with those guys. And I'll get into that in a second. Um, so today, uh, for SmackDown, I want to talk about, first up, we have Lars Sullivan. Lars Sullivan, somebody we haven't seen in weeks. It's It's been a few weeks since we've, we've seen a vignette from him, an interview, anything. Lars Sullivan has come back from an injury. And before that, he was promised to be maybe the next Kane, maybe the next, you know, whatever, Big Show. I'm being sarcastic, but I'm saying he was promised to have a big push. But now I'm reading that WWE Creative no longer has nothing for him. Doesn't surprise me. It does not surprise me, but come on. They hyped his return up. They did these interviews. Now they tell me they have nothing going forward. What was their plan from the beginning? Did they did they plan just for him to do backstage interviews and then go forward from there, or, or, or what? I don't I don't understand. You know, that's the problem with I think creative is that they 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 bring these guys up from NXT. Only to be, you know, promised something big, but then to be let down. For example, look what they're doing to Matt Riddle. <sighs> Matt Riddle and Keith Lee, I should say. You know, Matt Riddle is a guy with a promising future. He has a lot of potential. But lately, all I'm seeing from him is absolutely nothing. He's having a few matches here and there, but as far as a, a feud, there is no feud going on for him at all right now. Which, so it, it doesn't surprise me, because I've said in the beginning, you know, give it time, Riddle, he'll be just another guy, you know, not taken seriously. And that's exactly what's happening. If WWE doesn't do something with Riddle, 
is going to end up being the next R-Truth, just a comedy act. And that's what I'm seeing from him now, it's just somebody that's laughable. Matt Riddle does have a lot of talent. Could it be he's being punished for his sexual allegations? Possibly. Could it be Vince McMahon isn't taking him seriously? Possibly. But when, but back to Lars Sullivan. This is a guy who has the height, the strength, everything. And you mean to tell me there's nothing for him on creative? Like I said, it's no surprise, but what was their plan going forward? What would they do with Lars Sullivan now? Could be taken off of SmackDown? Could he be pushed back to NXT? Yes. He'd be more valuable there. If they have nothing for him on SmackDown, put him in NXT, where he was valuable and he will be valuable. I don't understand why they bring these guys up to do absolutely nothing with them when they could take them back down to NXT. There's always a plan B, and there should be. NXT is the top brand over both Raw and SmackDown. Even though I favor Raw over SmackDown, NXT, I think, will be better. Will always be better, I should say. But like I said, I don't know what to say. You know, this this tells you a lot about WWE Creative and their plans for certain stars. When you see certain stars get pushed, and others from NXT that, that aren't getting pushed, it makes you wonder. What where is their creative mindset at? You know, um, like I said, Matt Riddle, same with him. You could say something about Keith Lee, who has the height, has the strength, the power, everything. But if these guys aren't used properly pretty soon, they're not going to be taken seriously by the fans or by anybody. And Keith Lee is another one, a guy that people wanted be brought to the main roster a guy that made headlines in NXT only to be frowned upon on the main roster I'm hoping things look up for Keith Lee Keith Lee especially because I see high hopes for this guy he could be a world champion not saying Matt Riddle and Laura Sullivan couldn't but Keith Lee just has that personality Matt Riddle, on the other hand, the guy says bro more times than Vince Russo. And like I said, at this point, you know, he's going to be remembered as like an R-Truth. Just, you know, we, we all know R-Truth isn't taken seriously. If Matt Riddle is booked like this and he continues to be booked as a joke, nobody will take him seriously at all. You know, um... Look at Retribution. Were they even on the card for Monday? I mean, they're they're on the raw roster, aren't they? It's it's just I I don't know what these writers are thinking. Retribution, I've said before, is the new nexus. They will be forgotten about. Break the stable up if you're not going to do nothing with them. Mustafa Ali is a great talent and could be, you know, in the cruiserweight division. He had success in the cruiserweight division. Make him a new member of the Hurt... Well, I can't say Hurt Business. I, I was going to say that, but I I heard what I said and I didn't like it. Um, Ricochet is, is one, another guy that could be a member of the Hurt Business. Just, just to use him properly. Now I know I know we have a lot of heels, but a, a baby face run for Ricochet is just it isn't working. So I, that's why I say Mustafa Ali, the same with him. He's a heel, but the whole Retribution stable it just it isn't working for him. It could if it was booked correctly, but man, it's sad. So I wanted to highlight a few other superstars because it just frustrates me to see every week just nobody 
getting views like they should be. Raw is a three-hour show. SmackDown is a two-hour show. They can make use of their talent. They wonder why people sign somewhere else. And that's a shame. When they push their guys to another company. Hell, maybe Impact would even do better at this point. And I hate Impact Wrestling. But hell, maybe they would book their guys better if they signed over to Impact Wrestling. Look at Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler. Bobby Roode has had success in Impact Wrestling. But now he's in a tag team with Dolph Ziggler. It makes no sense. Like I said, they could bring James Storm up from... Well, I, I guess he signed with someone else, but they had the opportunity to do that. I don't know if it's the whole glorious gimmick. I can't get behind it. I, I don't know. Um, I, We discussed this before. The Bobby Roode glorious gimmick. He's good on the mic, man. He really is. But as far as the whole glorious gimmick, he just has the entrance and that's it. He doesn't, he doesn't cut any kind of I'm glorious type promos to make you get involved in him, to make you want to watch this. And Dolph Ziggler, he's been just forgotten about. And then they had him in the Raw Underground segments. They... He's, he's basically used as to put other guys over. <coughs> and let's be honest, the tag team division right now is not that great on SmackDown. They need a shakeup. They do. I can't get behind the Street Profits. I don't know. To me, they're just, they're really not nothing special. They can talk. We all know they can talk. They don't shut the hell up. I just, I don't know. I can't get behind it. I, I think SmackDown and the tag team division would benefit if two Hill members had the tag titles. Give it to guys who can actually cut promos. Cut a decent Hill promo. We're hearing the Street Profits ramble on. And yes, they... they they get a good reaction from the crowd, I guess. You know, the Thunderdome, we don't get to hear, you know, people boo and cheer. I think a lot of the boos and cheers that we hear are just sounds made from the arena, arena effects or whatever. But um, I, I just, I feel that the tag titles would benefit if they were put on a couple of hills. No, I like baby faces, but it depends on the baby face. And, and these guys just aren't cutting it for me. Dolph Ziggler's talented in the ring. He can cut a promo. Rude is talented in the ring. He can cut a promo. But I could see somebody like Bobby Rude benefiting from AEW. And I don't think Dolph Ziggler would leave for AEW. Dolph Ziggler's been in, in WWE for years. This is dating back from his Spirit Squad days as Nikki. So, so Ziggler's had success in the WWE. What he's done recently, no. But if they push Bobby Roode and Ziggler correctly this time, maybe things will change. Maybe they will have a decent tag team run. Dolph Ziggler's had a good singles run. I can't say the same for Bobby Roode in WWE. He hasn't since coming to the main roster. They pushed him in the beginning, but that, that flopped. Just like it does with so many others they caught from NXT. Antonio Cesaro, somebody I said, should be a three-time world champion. Look where he's at. That's why I said SmackDown is a two-hour show. Why can't they push these guys? They do more promos and segments than they do anything else. 
anymore. That's what I'm seeing. The only thing I got out of got good out of SmackDown were two segments. Well, a match, two matches really. It was the Daniel Bryan and Sami Zayn match, and the Jey Uso and Kevin Owens match. That was it. Of course, Roman Reigns cuts a good promo, but when SmackDown is a two-hour show, okay, we can we can put more matches on the card, man. I, I want to see wrestling. When you tune into a SmackDown, you want to see wrestling. I don't want to see two hours of promos, two hours of segments, two hours of this, two hours of that. And back to Braun Strowman. Let's cut back to him for a second. This is a guy who who I'm reading is now a heel. Was supposed to be a babyface. Then he was a heel. Now he's... I don't, I don't know. They have no direction for him at all. I read that he was supposed to go up against Roman or whatever. Or... I don't, I don't know. Drew McIntyre. My bad. But, um... But now he he's injured, and and I guess now he's not being pushed. I I don't know. They had the opportunity to push Strowman years ago. They failed. But anyways, um, like I said, you know. Sad to see what's going on with the roster. Not just SmackDown, but Raw itself. The only thing I get out of Raw is Bray Wyatt and this Randy Orton feud. Bray Wyatt has been carrying Raw on his back for, what, two years now. Yes, McIntyre is do doing a great job. I will say that maybe I've been a little hard on McIntyre. Maybe... McIntyre is a decent champion. And I, and I see why they put the belt back on him. I mean, Randy Orton probably will win the belt back at, at some point. But there are still feuds for McIntyre to come. Um, what, what, what will they do with McIntyre? Obviously, you know, I see him going up against AJ Styles. That's the only likely, likely scenario. I don't see them pushing Keith Lee and Riddle to be champions just yet. It is way too soon. Especially the way they're booking them. The shitty booking they're doing now. I don't see it happening. But, you know, like, like I said. Raw is a three hour show. Smackdown is a two hour show. I understand Raw. You can fit in a few segments. It is a three hour show. It's, it's been better, but SmackDown, like I said, when you see more segments and promos, fans get disinterested. I, I want to change the channel. And we've seen SmackDown in the past. When you listen to my recent podcast, and I, the episode where I said it could have been better, when SmackDown was a shit show that day, and it was totally horrible, it could have been better. And that, that's why I said SmackDown's booking isn't decent. Now, if they would book the matches, like Sami Zayn and Daniel Bryan, matches like that, I would tune in. Of course, we're not going to get that every week. The finish to that match wasn't great, but the match itself was decent. There's two guys are great in the ring. We know what Daniel Bryan can do. Sami Zayn, on the other hand, he hasn't been taken serious since... He's won the Intercontinental Championship. I, I don't think so, at least. I think the Intercontinental Championship is overlooked, as it was back when the men, the, the the Miz had it. I don't, I don't think it's taken very serious anymore. You've seen how many times, you know, it, it's been transitioned to one person to the next. Um, Sami Zayn. Who I think is good on the mic. He's a good heel. I'd rather see him as a heel than a babyface. He was a babyface for so long. And I, and I like this heel. Same thing. But if he's not booked the way he should be. Even as a champion. 
What do we say? And at this point, I think the title would be better on Daniel Bryan. Um, I, I just... Daniel Bryan is a baby face, a good baby face. Of course, I prefer him as a baby face. Um, but the whole Sami Zayn going with the Intercontinental Champion, he could be a good heel without the title. He don't necessarily need the title. Because right now, like I said, it's, it's being overlooked. It's not being taken very serious. And I think if they put the belt on Daniel Bryan, it would be taken a little bit serious. Because think back, like I said, when The Miz had that belt. How serious they took The Miz. Maybe maybe it's just who they put the belt on, you know. Maybe that that's what matters. I think to be a good Intercontinental Champion, you have to have that personality. The honky-tonk man. Guys like that. You know, Jeff Hardy. Maybe, maybe because Sami Zayn has the belt that it's not taken very serious. I don't know. But like I said, Sami Zayn does not need the Intercontinental Championship to be taken seriously. It does. It does make you wonder. Going forward, what are their plans for Sami Zayn? I don't know. I don't know about you, but I'd like to see a Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens feud. I think that'd be pretty cool. They, they, you know, they had this rivalry in NXT. They were former friends. Um. Kevin Owens is a babyface, but but apparently he is going head-to-head -head with Roman Reigns at TLC. Assuming Roman Reigns wins, so why should the belt be taken off Roman now? Now, I have read that Roman Reigns will not hold this title very long. That wasn't the original plan. But seeing his heel character now... I think going forward, that will be the plan to to have Roman Reigns as champion until somebody can actually beat him. Until they till they find someone to actually you know take his place or whatever. But um, you know I was liking the whole Jey Uso Roman Reigns kind of thing at first. Now it's kind of worn. It's welcome. To me, at least, um, I'd like to know where Jimmy Uso is at. I, is he still injured? I don't know. I think if they had the three of them together, it would be kind of better. Does Roman Reigns need Jay Uso? Not really. Um, to book Roman Reigns as a top hill, they need to book him like the next Lesnar. Not not like the next Lesnar, but book him as strong as Lesnar. Book him to be unstoppable. Book him to be unbeatable. And then with with Jey Uso, that takes that power away from him. Like Jey Uso fights his battles. I, I don't know. I think with just Roman and Paul Heyman, it works. You know. Yes, having Jey Uso there is okay for Reigns, but I think having Jimmy Uso there too would be better, but like I said, he doesn't need Jay and Jimmy the more I think about it. Did Brock Lesnar need anybody when he held the title? No. Why? Because he's Brock Lesnar. Should Roman Reigns have anybody? Not really. He doesn't need it. They're there, and that's cool, but... but, but I don't know. Um, I think going forward, Roman Reigns needs to be booked just just a little better, a little stronger in the ring. Um, they booked him to be unstoppable when he when he 
base J Uso. That whole match, he, he was booked great. Unbeatable. A powerhouse. He was booked like a heel. And that's the way he should be going forward. Make him, they, they, they want to push Roman Reigns as he's the top guy. Yes, he's been the big dog. Some could say he's been shoved down our throats. But Roman Reigns, whether you like it or not, this guy deserves this. He deserves everything he's been given. Not given, he earned it. Rather. This guy used to be, he went from being booed out of arenas. Out of every arena this guy has been in, he was booed. I don't think it was his in-ring skill. I think it was, you know, he was shoved down our throats. The big dog this, the big dog that. You hear Michael Cole on commentary. Um, but when you look back, everything Roman Reigns has overcome, not just the fans, but his leukemia. He is a fighter, and he deserves to be a champion. That man is a champion, not just in the ring, but outside the ring as well. You look at all the charity charity work he does. So he deserves this. So, book this guy as a top heel. He deserves to be the top guy now. We want him to be the top guy now. We couldn't say that, three, what, three years ago? Three, four years ago, we couldn't say that. People were begging to turn Reigns Hill just so people could boo him. Now is WWE's chance to pull the trigger, make this guy the next. Book, book him like the next Brock Lesnar. Unbeatable. Cause, because honestly, I, I don't see Brock Lesnar coming back anytime soon. I, I, I don't even think he's under contract with WWE right now. That's what I've read. WWE because all could they could always bring him back. I don't see that being the case. Um, you know, I I think they they've used Brock Lesnar to the to the full extent. There's really no reason for them to you know revisit that. He's had the championship for a good while. You know, just off and on. So for Lesnar to return now wouldn't make any sense. Even though it would shake a lot of things up with Paul Heyman. I don't see that happening. Even though it would be kind of fun to see, you know, Reigns and Lesnar feud. You know, Brock Lesnar be the babyface, Reigns be the heel. Paul Heyman stuck in between, you know, Paul Heyman managed Brock Lesnar. Be fun to see what Paul Heyman did in that scenario, but that's not gonna happen. It'd be fun, you know, little fantasy booking there, but whatever. Um, yeah, um, like I said, they have the opportunity now to pull the trigger. Okay, um, another superstar I'd like to talk about who I've been seeing not used correctly. Well, it's that's not that she hasn't been used. Right, so I feel that she hasn't been pushed as well, and that person is Natalia. See, at this point, you could feel sorry for somebody that really hasn't found her footing in WWE. This poor girl—they turn her heel, they turn her baby face. It seems they have no idea what to do with her now. Remember when Natalia? First came to WWE, she was with the Hart Dynasty, Tyson Kidd, and I think it was Davey Boy Smith. I believe at the time, I'm not sure, it's been a while. But, you know, look, looking looking back at Natalia's career, man, she, she's, she's been with WWE for so long, I don't understand why she doesn't have a more prominent role on the roster. Um, 
Hell, even Lana, even Lana is being booked better than she is, and that is saying a lot. I feel sorry for Natalia. Um, you could look at Lacey Evans and say the same. She, it, I, I believe it was Lacey Evans and Natalia that had that match in Saudi Arabia. Why weren't they booked better after that? You know, Natalia is someone that that should be women's champion. I don't think she's been given a fair opportunity. And and that's that's been for the last couple of years. When is it gonna be Natalia's time on top? When is it gonna be Natalia's moment, her chance, whatever? Um I don't see it happening. I think Bailey and Sasha have taken that top spot on SmackDown. Then you have Bianca Blair, who I still believe will be a women's champion. We all know how WWE is. You know how how, how they book these wrestlers from NXT coming in from NXT. Anything can happen, but I still feel like in the near future, Bianca Blair will be a women's champion. Maybe not now, because it is kind of soon. But soon, I, I believe she will be. Now, some could say Charlotte Flair. You know, she could return anytime soon, take that spot from whoever, because you know they put on every brand every week. Hopefully, that's not the case this time. That is the problem with Charlotte. I I, I don't think her in ring ability is bad but it's just the fact that she's being overused um so yeah she could return but like I said with Bianca Blair as long as she's not overused and she's booked fairly she could be a women's champion now the women's division they are building stars I will say that they are you know Putting certain women over, but then you, then you kind of I kind of feel sorry for people like Natalia and Lacey Evans who. I was a big fan of Lacey Evans when she came to the main roster. But I feel more sorry for Natalia because, she's never been given a fair shot. You know Sasha Banks and Bailey, they've had that top spot, especially Sasha Banks, who's who's, who's had what numerous world championships. And then you look at women like Natalia, Lacey Evans, who have no direction. At this point in Natalia's career, what more can she do? What's left for Natalia? Yeah, they'll put her in a feud with this woman, that woman, but she never comes out, you know, the victorious. It's a shame. Just, you know, let's hope Natalia has a better future going forward. Um, I'd also like to talk about the whole. Buddy Murphy, Rey Mysterio's daughter storyline. I know I'm going random with this whole stuff for SmackDown, but I was kind of late watching SmackDown, so I'm just kind of not going in order or nothing. But um, I want to talk about the whole Buddy Murphy and Rey Mysterio's daughter thing. I think the whole thing is silly. Of course, his daughter is 19. I can't pronounce her name. I don't even remember her name, to be honest. But doesn't matter. Not really. Um, but I'm seeing guys like King Corbin and Buddy Murphy in the ring together. When I would rather see somebody like Dominic Mysterio and King Corbin in the ring together. Just make more sense, you know. Dominic Mysterio is the younger competitor. 
he has less experience than most in the ring. So I would rather see him being booked for these matches. Um, at Survivor Series, I believe it was The Miz who won the Battle Royal over Dominic Mysterio. Which is okay. It's not horrible. It's not like Dominic Mysterio lost a singles match. But... Just feel like going forward, we need to see him in the ring more than outside the ring. We're seeing Buddy Murphy and, you know, Rey Mysterio's daughter kind of take the spotlight away from Dominic Mysterio. Because when Dominic Mysterio came in, it was about him. But now when they got Rey Mysterio's family involved, it seems like they've just kind of taken the spotlight themselves. And it's been more like a love triangle storyline. A love angle, whatever you want to call it. But, um... I think the whole thing is silly. Uh, she's 19 years old. He is how old? Eventually, I do see Buddy Murphy turning on the Mysterios, and maybe this whole angle will be dropped. That, that two possibilities that could happen. Um, Seth Rollins, obviously, I think, is taking time off to be with Becky Lynch. She to have their newborn baby. Congrats to them. Um, if anybody deserves time off, it's Seth Rollins. But um, this whole angle with Buddy Murphy, if you want to call him Murphy, whatever, um, this whole angle with him and her is just silly. Is anybody taking it serious? Is there any point to this? Not really. What are they getting at? What's What's going to happen? Now, I could see Rey Mysterio's daughter being a manager in the professional wrestling business. That could be a way to get her involved in the wrestling business. She can come in, you know, manage Buddy Murphy or whatever. Sort of like the Selena Vega role, you know, where she managed Andrade. But I say keep her away from the ring. Um, there's no reason to have her wrestle right now. I believe she would benefit more from being an in-ring manager. Than a wrestler. She could even manage her brother Dominic. Um, I think that would be even cool. Maybe, you know, I don't know. There's there's so many what things that can happen. Rey Mysterio could manage Dominic. You know, his daughter could manage Dominic. I I don't know. She can manage Buddy Murphy. She can manage somebody else. She could even cut promos for him or something. But they can do something with her. If they're going to have her involved in these storylines, they need to make her beneficial. Not just walking Buddy Murphy to the ring, but cutting promos for him. Hyping him up, you know. Sort of like when Zelina Vega did. Um, have her get involved in the matches, you know, to, to secure Buddy Murphy the win. You know, that could work as heel or babyface. Better as a heel, but, you know, it could work. Um, there are possibilities for her. Like I said, you know they, they kind of don't stole in the spotlight from Dominic Mysterio. I'd rather see him in the ring, him or his, him and his father in the ring together, or Dominic in a one-on-one -on -one match. Because he hasn't had, he doesn't have that much experience. So it would be better to see him in the ring. He's a Mysterio. We want to see him. We grew up watching Rey Mysterio. Our whole lives through WCW and WWE. Now we get the opportunity to watch his son. So I want to see his son in the ring. Not Buddy Murphy. Um, to be honest, I'm just glad the whole Seth Rollins Rey Mysterio feud is over. Because that was dragged on forever. 
why they chose to get his daughter involved is beyond me. I mean, she is a pretty girl. Maybe Vince McMahon saw something in her. So I don't, I don't know. Um, I think it's pointless unless they, like I said, involve her as a manager. What are they going to do going forward with Buddy Murphy and her? I imagine he will turn heel soon on the Mysterios. Um, I don't know. Which I would hate to see because I don't want to see another Murphy Mysterio storyline. Um, of course it's been dragged on and on and on for months. It's not something we need to see again. It's not something we need to revisit. But going forward, we need to see more of Dominic. He, he doesn't even cut promos in the ring. His dad does the talking. It seems like, you know, if we see him on our TVs, it's outside the ring or in the ring to come save his sister or, or whatever, you know. It, He's another one that's not being booked fairly. Then you move over to Raw and you see so much better booking from Raw in a three-hour show. It's not much better than SmackDown, but it is the better brand. Of course, Smack. Of course, Monday Night Raw has its faults. Um, like I've said, with Retribution not being as big as bad as they were once promised and it is a shame to see a stable go to waste but it's no surprise because look at the Nexus you know look at Wade Barrett's career um, he's had a decent career but he, he could have been better Mustafa Ali will be forgotten about It will not be taken seriously if he has book like this going forward. Like I said, he, he could have a more success in the cruiserweight division as he had before. But who knows what they'll do. Um, still, the two that stick out for me the most on Monday Night Raw are Alexa Bliss and Bray Wyatt. They've carried Raw. We've seen Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss go at it on Monday Night Raw this past Monday and it's great to see because she is not just knowing this character outside of the ring in the segments she is knowing this character in the ring too and that's what we needed to see this is a good direction for Alexa Bliss who when she first came to WWE was promised as the next Harley Quinn type character And with this whole Randy Orton feud, like I've said before, they do have history, Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton. And it just works so well with these guys. Randy Orton can pull this stuff off, man. He can't. We've seen the matches that Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton have had. Now the House of Horrors match. It wasn't so great. But. Bray Wyatt is a new character. He is the fiend. And if they do pull another cinematic match. I believe it will work. Now of course the Firefly Funhouse match with John Cena. Got a lot of criticism. But if they do anything other than that. It will work. Why? Because it is Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt. The two that can pull it off the most. And this is exciting. Granted, it would be better if we had fans in the arena, but due to COVID, we can't have that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton can pull this off. And it doesn't need to be for a title. You know, McIntyre took the title off of Randy, you know, but this, this match doesn't need to be for a title. 
Because let's be honest, it would be nice to see Bray Wyatt hold a championship, but he doesn't need one. Look at all them years Undertaker went without a championship. Did he need one? No. Because he was one of the best characters to ever come out of the WWF slash WWE. Did Mick Foley need a title when he was Mankind? No. Do guys like Kane need a title? No. Because they make their characters work. People get behind them even without titles. So it does work. And it will. And adding Alexa Bliss to the mix works even better. I, I do like this view with Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Though. I do like the fact that they came back and did this because it's it's better. It's something good for Nikki Cross too because now she gets involved. Nikki Cross beforehand, you know, I don't see her singles career doing much else. So it is good to see her get involved. To see them do something with her. I would like to see Randy Orton and Nikki Cross versus Bray Wyatt and Alexa Bliss sometime. They could book that match. Um, it is a possibility. Who knows? Bray Wyatt is the babyface in this feud, apparently. Um, he's being booked as a babyface. Of course, he doesn't need to act like a babyface. He can pull it off. Sometimes you don't need to act like a baby face to be a baby face. Randy Orton, hill. You know, keep him as a hill. No sense in turning Randy Orton something he's not good at. Of course, he could pull the baby face character off, but we all love him as a hill, so why, why do that? But there is the possibility, somewhere down the line, that Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt have a tag team match with Bray Wyatt and Alexa Bliss versus Nikki Cross and Randy Orton. They could pull it, but I mean, it's a long shot. It'd be a good way to keep Nikki involved. Nikki and Alexa. Um, now, as for the match at TLC, apparently this has been booked. Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton. There's, I, I don't know if there's going to be any stipulation to this match. We will find out maybe tonight if there will be any kind of special match to this, special stipulation added. Maybe this is just a one-on-one -on -one match. I'm hoping they do feud going forward. Again, we could see a cinematic match. They could, you know, battle on the black compound. We've seen Bray Wyatt um, during his feud with Strowman. He did play three characters. Funhouse Bray, um, Eater of Worlds Bray and The Fiend. So there is a possibility that we could see Bray Wyatt as the Eater of Worlds face Randy Orton in the Wyatt compound. I think that'd be cool. Because going back, you know, Randy Orton burned down Sister Abigail. She burned down Sister Abigail's home. She was underneath the compound. So it would be cool for Bray Wyatt to go back to his Eater of Worlds gimmick. And face Randy Orton for one match and then have Randy Orton face the Fiend later on. So let's be honest, the House of Horrors match, it wasn't that great. Um, they could redeem themselves and do a match like this that would work. I know the cinematic matches, they don't always work. We've seen the Boneyard work. The Burn, the, excuse me, the Boneyard match work. And that worked well for Undertaker and Styles. Now, like I said, the Firefly Funhouse match, it got mixed reviews. Didn't do so well. But, Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton can both redeem themselves. 
because of that House of Horrors match it wasn't great so they could both redeem themselves with this match um it's always a possibility but you never know WWE's booking their booking is just unreal it's off the wall you never know anymore Another thing I want to talk about before we end this show, Vince McMahon, who we have seen this past Sunday at Survivor Series. Yes, he looks horrible. That is not his fault. Everybody ages. You know, everybody's saying about how bad Vince McMahon looks. I get it. You know, we don't want to see the people we watched growing up age, but it happens. And just like everybody else, it is happening with Vince McMahon. It is sad to see, but that's life. Vince McMahon will be remembered as a legend. Whether you like him or not, whether you disagree with his booking or not, he has made this company what it is. And he does it for the entertainment of the fans. Um, I know I have made some comments about Vince McMahon that, you know, aren't great. Sometimes I don't agree with him, agree with the booking. But that is the business of professional wrestling. We are not always going to like what we see. We are not always going to agree with it. We are not always going to be happy. But it is professional wrestling. And we tune in because we are fans of pro wrestling. Like I've said. Whether you like WWE or you hate it, take it for what it is. Um, I love pro wrestling. I love WWE. I love all pro wrestling. Even if I don't like certain gimmicks or characters. But when you look at Vince McMahon. Everything he's accomplished. Everything he's done for this business. All the bumps he's taken in the ring. You have to give this guy all the credit in the world. He doesn't look good. They used a lot of makeup on him. And it's even been rumored that he will not appear on TV much longer, that he will appear less and less and less as time rolls on. I hope that's not the case. Yes, he looks rough, but he is Vince McMahon. You will like him for who he is. That's why people age, man. It's it's. We've seen it with Michaels and Triple H. They you know they both. Age they you know, it sucks to see our heroes. Get old. It sucks to see people we watched for years and years, get old, but it happens. So for those that are you know making, jokes about McMahon or saying. Oh my god, I can't believe he looks like this. This is life. And give this man the credit he that he deserves for what he's done for the professional wrestling industry. For this company. WWE would be where it is today without McMahon. Not just Vince, but Shane, Linda, those guys. They take bumps too. Whenever they do, it's always entertaining. When you look at guys like Shane and Vince, when they when they have these matches, they give it their all, man. And they don't have to. They're McMahons. Vince McMahon didn't have to get his head shaved at WrestleMania by Donald Trump, but he did. Why? Just to entertain us. Vince McMahon didn't have to step in the ring as many times as he did. Why? To entertain us. Shane as many matches as he's been in. 
know, jumping off the hell in a cell, you know, all the hardcore matches he's been in. It's crazy. And a daredevil as he is, he does it to entertain us. Even Stephanie is as is, is bad as I can't stand her in the ring or on the microphone or whatever. She does do a lot of charity work. And she is fun to watch. So give these guys the credit they deserve. Because they deserve it. And, and you know, Shane is age too. I don't agree with everything Shane McMahon does. The raw underground he came up with, which was horrible, in my opinion. But that's just my opinion. Everybody else has their own opinion. Of course, I don't agree with everything the guy does. I'm not going to agree. But I'll be sure to tune in every week to see what he does. It's just, it's, it's the road of pro wrestling. The McMahons, they give 110%. Triple H, even at his age, he takes bumps. Of course, we don't see him as much as we used to. But even at his age, he does what he can. And he, he's done a lot for NXT. So give him as much credit. Because later on, you know, I do see Triple H taking over. Triple H and Stephanie or Shane or whatever, but. And maybe so on, it'll be the grandkids that take over. The McMahons are, you know, they're going to be around for generations. So. Whether you like them or hate them, you gotta live with them. But give them their credit. Because not only have they inspired wrestlers and us, but they've inspired other companies as well. Some can say that, you know, that certain companies wouldn't have gotten where they were because of, without the inspiration of Vince McMahon. Like I said, for those making jokes, it's not necessary. This is life. Deal with it. Live with it because we're all going to age someday. Like I said, I, I do hope that Vince McMahon gets over himself and decides to appear more on TV. It's always fun to see Benny Mac, you know. That man does deserve a standing ovation for everything he's done for that company. So hats off to Vince McMahon and the McMahon family. Love him or hate him, they're going to be here a long time. That's the thing with WWE, you never know what direction they're going. You may turn TV off sometimes, but sooner or later, you will tune in to see what happens next. Going forward, what happens to WWE in the next few years is up in the air. Who knows what health Vince McMahon will be in in the next few years. But when you have guys like Triple H running NXT, I think WWE will be in good hands in the near future. And if you're a fan of WWE and you're a fan of pro wrestling, I don't think we have anything to worry about. There's so much to watch out there. So many other promotions as well. And honestly, we're just along for the rise as fans.
but we'll tune in. I'd like to thank those for listening to Wrestling World. This is the 10th episode. I am very blessed to have all my listeners. Thank you all so much. I will be returning for another episode here in the next couple days. Be sure to tune in for another episode of Wrestling World. Thank you all for listening. Have a nice night and God bless.